0: Hey hey and welcome back to Joy Camp. This is your host Kristen. Today we're going to talk about community and why we all have the sense of wanting to belong to be invited in and how important it is to really being able to tap into our joy and our connectedness to other people hi and welcome to joy camp this is your host kristen fitch i'm an encourager a joy coach and i am a faith-led entrepreneur and i'm here to lead you to a more joyful state of mind every day no matter what is going on in your life Let's banish our burnout. Let's push away the anxiety and stress that we're feeling. Let's tap back into our joy and our happiness that's already there. We just need to uncover it. So find a quiet spot, put on your comfy clothes and grab your favorite beverage and let's find more joy in our day. All right. Here we go today. Let's dive right in. So I guess the first thing is how many of you have felt that longing, that desire to want to be part of you know, a friend group or your neighborhood, but just to be, to feel seen, to feel like you belong and to be invited, right? To be invited in. It is something we all crave. We want to be known. We want to be seen and we want to have relationships. And sometimes this is hard. Sometimes our lifestyle, right? How busy we stay, our schedules keep us from really being connected and making Just this relationship of breaking bread and being with other people on a regular basis, we don't make it a priority in our lives. So we're going to dive into how does this impact our joy state of mind? How does doing this on a regular basis, how does it bring forth more joy and more happiness? That is the question and that's what we're going to dig into today. And I actually wanted to share with you a quick excerpt from a book that really kind of spoke to this idea of connectedness, this desire to belong, this desire to break bread that I wanted to uh, share with you. Today, I want to talk about an idea in the book Taste and See by Margaret Feinberg by sharing a few words of hers and then talking about it with you. She says, My deepest hunger was my longing for connectedness and friendship. Inherent in every human are longings for meaning and purpose. We yearn to know that God still cares and that the details of our lives really matter. We desire friends who will make us laugh and cry and feel again. We long to be recognized by someone who thinks we're special and smart, and maybe even funny or a little sexy on our best days. As humans, we hunger for so many things that extend beyond physical appetite. We hunger for others to accept, understand, and adore us. We hunger to have someone to love and cherish with our affection. Knowing we were created that way, I began to suspect that food was created not just to satiate our bellies as we gather around the table, but to create a place where God could meet us and fill our hearts. I started to investigate the meaning and purpose of appetite in scripture. As it turns out, food plays a major role. And I love what Margaret says because I think too often we do downplay gathering and community and sharing a meal and breaking bread together. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. I want to encourage you to bring back family meals and backyard barbecues or Sunday dinner with, you know, it could be soup and bread or, you know, a frozen lasagna, take out pizzas. And invite someone in. Maybe it's your neighbors. Maybe it's a new neighbor or your family. It doesn't matter who, but just know that people really are longing to be invited, to be part of a community to be part of a friend group and connection where they feel like they belong and they're seen and they're loved. So I would just encourage you today to reach out. Reach out to someone else and be the person in your community that invites others over. Like I said, it does not have to be elaborate or complicated. And you can even uh, ask people or invite them at the last minute. Maybe they can't make it, but you still made the offer. So I would encourage you, make the time, to build community around you. And who wouldn't want someone to invite them over for a meal where they can relax and not think about what they're going to make for dinner or for lunch and just come over to have the company and the conversation that so often in our lives we don't prioritize with our busy schedules and all the isolation we've all been experiencing. Okay, so what do we do with this? What do we do with this information, and how do we fit it into our lives? How do we fit in more connectedness? How do we fit in more invitations, and how do we fit in more time with people we care about, or people that we just want to bring over? You know, maybe it's a new friend, maybe it's old friends. It could be family. It could be all of them together. Here's a couple of my top tips that we do regularly in uh, in my house. The first is. People will come together for a meal, invite them over. Here's the great news. Whether you love cooking and you make lasagna from scratch or whether you pop in a Stouffer's lasagna in the oven, whether you hate cooking or you love it. If you hate cooking, order pizza. Like you can invite people over for a meal. You can do a, you know, takeout. You can have every person bring something. There are no rules. That's what's so great about it. And people still, most people still love to be invited in, to be invited over. Just extend, put out the invitation, and then the rest is up to everyone else. If you allow people to feel welcome, though, how you go about it, how you go about the meal, where the food come from, comes from, doesn't matter as much, right? What matters is that you are willing to Open your heart, open your home or wherever you're gathering to bring people together. But when you feed people, people usually show up. The second thing is you want to bring people together, but you're really not sure how. Or maybe you want to connect with your teens or your parents or everyone in between, right? The the seven-year-olds and the 90-year-olds. Games. Games is the key, my friend. Seriously, we play games regularly, especially between November and January, right? When we're getting together with more of our extended family more regularly. But we play card games. We play games that we play on our phones that go to the big TV screen. We play board games. We'll do any sort of game. Now, of course, there's some games that are a better fit for all ages. There are games that are better fits for, you know, your teen or young adult kids that you're playing with now. And if it's younger kids, right? Five-year-olds, six-year-olds, they may need to be taught even really basic games like uh, four in a row or shut the box or something like that. So, but I promise, and I always have game recommendations. So, you know, DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I'm happy based on, you know, who's playing with you to share some recommendations with you. But games always bring people together. Do it regularly. We do it with friends, with our kids, we do it with family, we do it just with our direct kids and no one else is over. The next thing is bring people over or or go somewhere with other people that just brings joy, that brings, you know, togetherness through an activity. So one thing that we do every year now is we do cousin cookie making. So we invite the family over one side of the family and we make cookies, but we also play games and we have dinner. We just get together. And I did that on Sunday with my husband's side of the family. So we have my kids cousins over, my nieces and then one of their children as well and uh, my in-laws came over. So it was just a great time, you know, low stress. We made some cookies for a while and then we moved on to eating and games. And then next Sunday my family who's around, not on vacation or out of town is coming over to also make cookies. But it's a great activity because whether you make the cookies and participate or you're just an eater or a tester Most people love cookies and that is another easy thing. It doesn't have to be a everybody bring cookies. I just make the dough. I make it ahead of time, put it in the fridge or freezer, get everything ready before they come and then we're ready to go. And I usually have at least some cookies out uh, that I made ahead of time that people can nibble on. But that's another great activity. Maybe you have, you know, holiday light displays in your area at this time of year. It's a great way to get people together, jump in the car or cars. Make some hot cocoa or cider and make it an event, you know, caroling. One year I um, invited the neighborhood, you know, friends in the neighborhood over and we went around the neighborhood caroling. It doesn't always work out. We had COVID in there, so we didn't do it then. And then, you know, sometimes schedules don't work out, but just be creative. You could do a ornament making night and this can be simple and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You can make ornament you can literally buy a pack of like wood flat ornament shapes for, I don't even know, maybe a pack of 10 or 20 for, you know, not a lot of money. And then you just need either markers or things to embellish it with, paint, whatever you might have on hand. But there's a ton of ways to get together. The most important thing is how can you be the person that welcomes people in? How can you be the person that invites people over, that keeps people connected so that's the question, but I promise it brings more joy. It brings warmth to our hearts, both those of us that host and those of us that uh, are willing to accept the invitation to go elsewhere. You know, when people invite us over, the most important thing is people should be the priority. It's not making more money or working longer hours. That is not at the end of our life what we're going to say mattered. It's the relationships. It's the memories and the time with people that mattered. So make it a priority, especially this holiday season, and make it a priority for 2023 as well. So Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a connected and meaningful memory making season thanks again for listening to joy camp if you enjoyed the show share it with a friend and we would love it if you could leave us a rating review on apple Podcasts because it helps more people discover our show and live a more joyful life if you're ready to take your joy to the next level and you want more resources go to joycamp.us and there are workbooks and there are upcoming courses that you cannot sign up for we would love to connect with you there So go ahead and check that out. And like we said, share this episode with a friend.